Blog Talk Radio. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Sean Cleveland with the Regeneration X. And I just want to send out many blessings to everyone listening today. And that I find you doing well in the hands of the Lord, safe, protected, healthy. For those who are dealing with so much of the worldwide pandemic, the coronavirus, uh, I would just pray health and healing over you. I also pray for financial support for those who are going through job loss and those who are just struggling right now that you would just be encouraged today and you will find hope in the presence of our Lord and the reading of his commandments and knowing that he has his hands upon you. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He is a forever God. He is an ever-present God. He is Lord, and he is with you. Our times are in his hands, the scripture tells us. Fear not, for the Lord is good. He is faithful when we are faithless. Amen and amen. I'd also like to send out a special shout-out today, July 19th, to uh, my brother, my younger brother, Jonathan Whitfield, Sr. You're getting old, man. You're getting real old. <laughs> I can say that because I'm older than him. So as we are watching what's happening on the world stage, pandemic, and has caused people to lose their jobs, companies have shut down, some permanently, never planning on coming back. Some temporarily people are unemployed, struggling to pay their bills, pay for rent, mortgage, car notes, food, medication. There's just such a great struggle for people to take care of themselves and their families right now. And many people are, are depressed and there's a lot of people who are turning to like alcohol, drugs to ease their depression and their pain. And that's not how we as the children of the most high are to do this. And I know some of you are down who are listening to my voice and you're wondering where the, where is the Lord in all of this? He's here. He never left. Your faith is being tested, is being tried, and we knew these times were going to come. You read Matthew 24 and 25, we know that this is just the beginning of birth pains. This is not the end, people. I hear people saying, oh, Jesus could come back any day now. This is it. No, there are things still unfulfilled prophetic words in the scripture that have not been fulfilled yet so the Lord cannot return because that would make him out to be a liar and he is not a liar. He is true and he will return but it won't be tomorrow. I don't know when but we're supposed to understand the signs and the seasons and now we're seeing these things happening and we know that this is just the beginning, and so we have to be prepared, being filled up with the presence of his spirit, being filled with the word, 
preaching his gospel message, trusting in him, believing in him, following after our Messiah being led of his spirit. So be encouraged. It is not over. The Lord has not left us. And we have to pull ourselves up, power of his spirit. Rise up, children of God. Rise up. You are not defeated. The enemy has not won because the enemy is a defeated enemy. He was defeated at Calvary. And the victory was given to us by the Messiah, Yeshua Jesus. The enemy is making it look like we're defeated, trying to deceive us. He's a deceiver. All his soldiers are deceivers. And they know they are lost and they are eternally damned. And there's nothing they can do about it. And so they try to drag us down with them. But we're going to pull ourselves up. We're going to pull each other up. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to be uh, uh, like a Barnabas. You know, he was an encourager. We read in the book of Acts, he encouraged. So I've come to encourage you today. We win. The victory has already been won. Don't let the enemy deceive you. He's a liar because he's lost. He's a, he, he has no victory. But we have victory. For our Savior has overcome the world, and in him we are overcomers. We're going to get through this, and we're going to reach the kingdom. We're going to see the Most High, the Holy Lord, Yahweh, our Father. We're going to see him face to face and live with him for all eternity. We're going to see the Son, Yeshua. We're going to dwell with him. We're going to dwell with the Holy Spirit, for they are one. We're going to walk in his kingdom Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That's not something to be depressed about. That's something to shout about, to praise him for his victory. But I also understand these are hard times. I'm going through some hard times. I'll share this real quick. Back in December, some Cologne bottles broke in my home, and I was cleaning the glass, and I stepped on a a large chunk of it, and I had on shoes, but I didn't know the the glass actually punctured through my shoe and into my foot. And I went to the ER, and they checked it out, and they said everything was okay. A week later, my foot looked kind of funny to me, so I went back to the ER. Once again, they said everything's okay. There's no infection. There's no glass in my foot. And I went to what's called a wound care clinic, and they found out that I had a very bad infection in my foot and that there was glass in my foot and that I was at risk of having my foot amputated. And I ended up going into the hospital on Christmas Eve. And I was there for two weeks in the hospital. Then they put me in a nursing home for rehab. I was there for two months. I came home for a couple of weeks, and they found out the infection was still in my foot. So I went back to the hospital for a week, and they put me back into 
the nursing home for rehab, and I finally came home a month ago. I almost spent six months in this nursing home, and I hadn't been working, had no income, and the Lord has blessed. He He's restored me. I got my job back, and we're working from home now, which is good because I'm still healing on my foot, and I can't drive, so I get to do everything from home, which is good for me. Now I have income coming back, and the Lord has taken care of his people, and we're helping each other. People have helped me, so be encouraged. Encourage yourself in him. Don't be down. Don't be dismayed. Don't live in fear. Many people have lost a lot of things. I thought I had lost everything. I was fearful that I was going to come out of that nursing home and everything was just gone. My job, my health, my home. And it just felt like the enemy had won and the enemy had taken everything from me. And there are many people that can relate. One of those people, when you look in Scripture, was King David. If you turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 30, I'm going to start reading to verse 1. And in this story, David and his men are out. They were landing the Philistines, and they came back to uh, a place called Ziklag, where their people were, their wives, their children. And he came back with his, his mighty men. Something happened when they got back to Ziklag. And then I'll start reading the verse 1, and it reads, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked the Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there, from small to great, they did not kill anyone, but they carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came, I'm sorry, David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahanoma, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, sorry with these names, Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Camelite, have been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself, and the Lord is God. So David and his mighty men come back to Ziklag. And they're expecting to see all their family, their wives, their children. And they get there, 
and they found out the Amalekites, their enemies have come into Ziklag and destroyed everything. And they found out that they had taken captive all the people, all of his men, all their family, their wives, their daughters, their sons were taken captive. Even their possessions and anything left behind was set on fire. The enemy had taken everything. Is that how you're feeling now? The enemy just came in and took everything and destroyed everything else in your life? David and his men, they they experienced this firsthand. And they couldn't believe what they found. And it says that they wept. There was sorrow, and, and there's sorrow in, in our lives right now. There are those of us that are, are weeping for people who passed on from the coronavirus. Um, one of my good friends, he lives in the state of Florida here in the United States. Him and his wife moved down there less than a year ago, and his wife is very sick with the COVID-19 virus. And he's very concerned. I've had friends here in Ohio that were sick with the virus. And thank you, Lord, they survived. They made it through. They're better. But I have friends who lost family members here around me who died from the virus. It's very real. And there are people weeping, upset. Wanting to know what our leaders are going to do, what a, what President Trump's going to do, what what our Governor Mike DeWine here in Ohio is going to do, and people are weeping, people are are down, they're 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 losing their jobs, and unemployment is is sky high. People have lost cars, and they've lost their houses, and. They're hurting, but David and his mighty men understood that when they came and found everything gone, their families, their positions, everything gone. They wept so hard. It said they wept until they had no more power, no more strength in their body to to cry. That's some hard crying. When David realized his family was gone too, it got worse for him. Yeah, it got worse. Why? He said he became greatly distressed. We're now talking about stoning him. Here he is king, and now his own people want to kill him. You know, nobody's threatening to kill President Trump. Praise God, because it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. He is president, and we don't need to threaten to kill anyone, let alone the president. But here's David. He's the king. They want to kill him. Everybody's talking about, let's get some rocks and stone David. It's his fault. We should have been here. We should have been able to fight for our families and fight off the enemy. But no, we follow David, and look what happened. Let's kill him. And so he knows they're talking about this. And so, of course, he's greatly distressed. If you have like an army, like David, and now they're looking at coming and killing you, yeah, you're going to be distressed. 
But the scripture says, David strengthened himself, and the Lord is God. Even though he was distressed, he's like, I got to pour myself up. And he strengthened himself in the Lord. And it was real simple to read that scripture and say, yeah, he got strong because he believed in God. It was more than that. And this is what I believe David did. David was looking at everything, and everything just fell apart. Family's gone. Possessions are gone. His own people are ready to kill him. And then he sat back and thought, haven't I been in bad situations before? And he thought back to when he was a young boy out in the wilderness taking care of his father's sheep. And he remembered when the lion came and it tried to attack the sheep. The Lord empowered him to overcome and kill that lion. Then a bear came and it tried to attack the sheep. The Lord empowered him to kill that bear. And he said that when he was ready to face the giant Goliath. And he said the giant would be just like the lion and the bear. And he strengthened himself to go in battle against Goliath. Now, not only is he saying the Lord gave me strength to overcome the lion, he gave me strength to overcome the bear, he's remembering when he was facing that champion Goliath and the Lord empowered him to overcome and kill the giant Goliath. And he's like, did not the Lord give me a kingdom? And I've been in many battles. And has not the Lord given me victory in all these battles? Has he not given me great wealth? Has he not given me a family? I've overcome many things from my youth because of the Lord. I remember this, and I remember who my Lord is. And David was strengthened by remembering all the great things the Lord has already done for him. And he knew that he was in the will of the Lord and that the Lord was with him. He had not left him. Remember all the things the Lord has done for you. He helped me and got me out of that nursing home. 20 years ago, he delivered me from complete kidney failure when the doctor said I was going to die. He delivered me from out running in the streets, getting drunk, fighting. I could have been killed at any time. I could have ended up in prison. I had health issues that he's healed me from. He took me to Mexico to minister, provided a way that a local drug lord set up an ambush and had me killed, and I did not fall into that trap because I was warned. These are all the things the Lord has done, and two, he has preserved my life. And now a virus has come, a worldwide pandemic. This pandemic will be just like the drug lord who wanted to kill me or the kidney failure that could have killed me or I could have had my foot amputated, but it wasn't because the Lord is with me. 
and now I encourage myself through this time of stress and struggle. Job when I was out there in the mission field, but the Lord provided for me. When my kidneys failed, I wasn't working. I had no income, but I didn't end up homeless, and I didn't go without. I didn't lack. While well, I've been in the nursing home recently, no job. And I didn't lack, and my job was restored to me just two weeks ago. And the Lord is healing me, and he's made a way for me to work from home. I'm encouraging and strengthening myself now as I speak to you about what the Lord has done for me personally. What has he done for you? What has he already delivered you from? What has he already killed you from? What has he already done for you? You think he can't do it again? You think he decided at one point, you know what, I've done enough for Sean. Not doing anything else. He's our father. And he is with us. He is our Lord, and he is Lord of coronavirus. He reigns over coronavirus. He reigns over the economy. He reigns over all sickness. He reigns over death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? He reigns over sorrow. And if you continue to read First Samuel chapter 30, and you finish reading that story, David and his men, they decide not to stone him. He gets them to follow him and follow after the Lord, to trust in the Lord. They go back and they go into the, the, the area of the Amalekites and they take back their wives, their sons, their daughters, their possessions, and they overpower and defeat the Amalekites, their enemy. We trust in the Lord. Everything that was lost, the Lord is going to empower us to go and fight against the enemy of this pandemic, our families, take back our economy, take back everything that was lost if we trust in him. It's not about money. It's not about power. It's not about politics. It's not about our skin color. It's not about religion. It's always been about him, and that's the problem. We lost sight of who we are and what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be preaching his gospel, showing forth his, his, his image, that the knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. Why are we fighting about how much pigmentation I have in my skin or how much you don't have? We're all descendants of Adam and Eve. We're all family. Why are we making a black, white, Asian, Latino or issue or, or Jewish issue? Why? Why are we making an issue over race? There's only one race, the human race. But it's a matter of those who know the Lord and those who don't know the Lord. And if you're being ignorant with politics and race and all this other garbage going on, I have to question if you truly know the Lord. Because it's about him and what he wants done, and we must be about our father's business. And he will strengthen us during these trying times. 
He will keep us. He will preserve us. He will deliver us in his time for his purpose, for his good purpose, for his glory. It's about him. And all, even though he slay me, you know what? I'm going to praise him, for he is worthy of my praise, for he is Lord. It is rough. I'm not going to pretend it hasn't been hard. But I know that the Lord is with me. And all his promises are yes and amen. And he did promise me that tomorrow's not guaranteed. But he told me if I believed in his son and followed after and was led of his spirit, that I would see his kingdom for all eternity. And I strengthened myself knowing in him we've already won. But even now, he is more than able to give us victory to overcome even the worldwide pandemic. It doesn't matter if it was something man weaponized and released. He'll deal with them. He'll deal with the virus or was caused by an animal. He's able to heal. But what matters is this. We trust in him, and in him we have victory. David understood that, and David encouraged himself in the power of the Lord and the great things the Lord has done. And not just in his own life. He read the Holy Scriptures and saw what he has done. He saw how he delivered his people out of Egypt. And even when Pharaoh and his mighty army came to destroy the Hebrew children, they were swallowed up by the Red Sea, never to torment the Israelites again. David knew that. He read the scriptures, what we would call the Old Testament, what the Hebrews called the Torah the first five books of the Bible. He saw the great exploits of Moses and Joshua, the Hebrew people. He knew and he understood that our God is a victorious God. And he sought him, and the Lord instructed him and gave him victory with all his people and all his things were restored to him. Preach myself happy this morning. Be encouraged. Pour yourself up. Read the scriptures and see the glory of the Lord in them and the victory. And then, and then, Move in that victory. Pull yourself up. Amen. Be encouraged. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. As always, love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook. 
or you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. I hope you were encouraged. I want you to walk in victory in his love. Be victorious. Be encouraged. I love you.